Kia ora. Welcome to another episode of Skeezy D's. Um, today, I'm going to talk about the latest game I've been designing. Um, so this one is called Nothing to Lose. And it's um, basically... Uh, revolution-inspired multi-table um, TTRPG game. So, multi-table is a relatively new thing I got introduced to through the Waikato TTRPG Guild. God, I fucking wish we had something like the TTRPG Guild here in Wellington because holy shit they do so much cool stuff we really need to build something like that anyway um, they have this convention called Convergence where they um, basically it's like a it's like a convention and they get everyone to just fucking try something new and they did a multi-table event last time this year which was Call of Cthulhu, and I think it was Great Gatsby themed. Um, each group, each table had like their own little mystery or something, and it all contributed to like one great revelation. And they've put out a call for games for next year. So I've put forward this Nothing to Lose game. Well, I haven't put it forward yet, I'm still working on the proposal. I want it to get um, test read before I pass it on, basically. So, the way Nothing to Lose works is it's based on the Powered by the Apocalypse engine, which is an engine that I hate. Um, well, hate is a strong word. I don't like how airy fairy it can get, but actually will probably work quite well for this multi-table thing because it needs to be simple but evocative and that's what Powered by the Apocalypse does best honestly um, so everything will be resolved by rolling two six-sided die and seeing if you beat eight now that number could be modified for harder tasks and the roll could be modified, so from the GM side, if it's hard, they can modify it to be harder or easier. On the player side, they can modify their die roll um, if they meet certain conditions. Um, so each of the players in this game is going to get a playbook. Um, playbook is basically what you call a character sheet for Powered by the Apocalypse games. Now, these playbooks will have abilities that are situationally relevant. And essentially what I'm trying to create is a system where players are encouraged to make their situations. Um, so there might be a character who's really good at rival rousing. They are going to want to create situations where they're rousing rabble. There might be a character who's really good 
assassinations, they're going to want to put their character in a situation where they're assassinating people to make the most out of their bonuses. Um, and that's all fun. Um, so there's going to be a whole bunch of different um, playbooks, each with their own kind of specialty. Um, now, there's going to be three to seven tables, probably more than four to six. Each of those tables is going to be set in a different part of the city. So the setting is a flying city. It's a flying city and there's a revolution going on. Well, not a revolution going on, the players are cells, revolutionary cells, plotting to overthrow the flying city. Um, now, each of these cells has a resource, and they need two others, any two other resources, to try and make something happen. Now, so the way it's going to work is each table, each area is going to have their own problems. They're going to have three big problems that will be, that will come resolved as the game goes on. Um, so, for example, say the Forge Works district, the first problem might be um, the Forge Master is cracking down on the unions. Now, if you do nothing about it, the unions aren't going to support you, kind of thing. Um, so you've got to help them overcome the Forge Master. Um, the second one might be and this comes along afterwards, it's like time, so it'll be after, this one could be the Sky Guard, the Sky Police, are going to raid the... they're going to like raid the Forge Works after a certain point. So what do you do to prepare for or prevent that raid? Now, the third one might be... Um, the Chancellor cuts off food to the Forgeworks, so how are we going to solve that? Now, the Forgeworks will have like, I don't know, fucking tools and machines will be their resource. After they beat or overcome or suffer that first hurdle, so the, the, the Forge Master cracking down on the unions, one player from their group will get an opportunity to take a token representing um, machines and metals or whatever to another table. Each table sends one player to another table and you can't do double ups. Now when that player arrives, they gift their token to the group. That group's now got access to whatever the fuck that represents. And those, um, every single player at that table levels up. So it's like, you get a new player, everyone levels up. Um, good times have by all. Now, the leveling up process, so every level up in this game, and you're going to get one, you're going to get two level ups for the course of this game. Each level up is based on connections. And so when this new player arrives, Everyone who's leveling up has to connect why they're leveling up to someone else. So, going back to this rabble rouser, one of their level ups might be um, 
fucking if attacked convince the crowd to throw molotovs or whatever and their connection for that could be oh this is the person who taught us all how to make molotovs um, that kind of thing um, and so now please please don't spoil this to anyone who's going to convergence I guess maybe shouldn't be doing this on a podcast um, but essentially it's going to have three stages you remember the first stage the second stage third stage those are really spoilers um, with each, each stage will increase the stakes at the end of the third stage everyone comes together and kind of presents what the final result is in their part of the city how does it look what happened who won who lost um like what were the long-term impacts of this how but most importantly so the third clock is going to be the most important so this is like the the third event because during the course of this third event the players have to figure out how they're going to deal with the last issue and how they're going to use the three resources they now have so say Forgeworks they've got the metals and they've got the machines that's like metals and machines is like their first resource say they had someone come from the university and so now they've got the academics resource and lastly let's say someone came from um, someone came from the garden deck and they've brought um, fucking I don't know water it's their resource so I've got red water, they've got metals and machines, they've got um, academics. Now, they have to figure out a way to undermine or overthrow the assholes in charge of the city. Now, they could do that by using these three resources to build hydroponics in the forge works and remove their dependence on food um, imported from the top side they could do this by using the water academics and machines to create like hydraulic weapons like weapons that shoot out jets of water that slice people in half um, sort of like you want to use at least two of these resources to create something bonus points for using three something that will like advance the, this revolutionary cause that all the cells are involved in and part of what the players who swap part of their job will be informing the table they move to of what the other table is up to um 
and so each table presents what they're doing with their resources what kind of state their part of the city is in how they feel they're going and then the facilitator decides okay yeah I think you've got the um you've got the the goods to overthrow or nah users fucked um yeah so that's basically that's basically it like it's not complicated right it's not too hard but it should bring all these tables together in a really cool way um yeah I'm pretty excited to see what comes of it I guess thank you for 